Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name, the Holy One of Israel. Dwells in the midst of his people, the Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So much that there is no mountain you won't climb. No wall you won't break down, no lie you won't tear down. Coming after each of us, even though we keep running away from you, through our sin, through our iniquity, through all the mistakes that we keep on making, turning away from your law. Yet you keep coming after us. Your jealous love for these, your children. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your mercy that you keep on renewing for us every morning. Despite we breaking your heart 70 times, 7 times, 7 and keep on multiplying it. We ask forgiveness for our sin, for our failure to love you, for our failure to even recognize you. And yet you call us here this morning again and are ever willing to pour that peace into our hearts, to pour the peace and the joy that only you can give, that your joy may be in us. You might wash away all the worry, all the cares, all the concerns. We're able to stand in that peace, stay focused on you. And to know you more so that by knowing you through your word and through the revelations you give us, we are able to build that relationship with you. And Father, we want to share that same peace and that same joy that you pour into us, into our hearts this day. We share that with each and everyone that is part of this prayer meeting and this praying family called the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group by your name. We share your peace and joy with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, all those that have no one to pray for them or do not know how to pray. With all those that are called Christians and have never really experienced you on a personal level. It was just a corporate religion for them. Let each one's eyes be open, Father, as also those that are living under false doctrine, under false knowledge, under a lie that has been told to them. Those that have willfully chosen darkness over you. And yet you call them your children. Let every veil of lies before their eyes be torn apart. Every mountain that stands in their way from, and keeps them from seeing you, let that be broken down. Let their hearts be turned towards you. Like the prodigal son, they are able to make that decision to turn back and say, I will go to my father's house. They are able to recognize you as their father. As we make our prayer this morning, Father, as we intercede for our brothers and sisters and place our requests with praise and thanksgiving in our heart, we call on your name, the name of our Father who loves us, the name of our King who is merciful, the name of our God who is ever willing to grant grace, slow to anger, the God of peace, the God of patience. 
the God who gave of his everything for us and continues to give. And we pray in the name of Jesus, his son, the word himself, the truth, the way, and in whom there is life. And it is through him that we have received that gift of eternal life. He has blessed us with every utterance through revelations in his word. That the incorruptible seed of his word comes into our heart. Illuminating every remaining darkness. To fill us with his presence. And we pray in the name of his spirit. That spirit of truth. The spirit of Jesus. The Holy Spirit himself. Who was given to us. Through the gift of salvation. Through the gift of being born in the spirit. Where he makes our spirit come alive. He quickens us. So that through him and through knowledge of him, we are able to call things that do not exist into existence. We thank you, Father, for the gift of prayer, for the gift of your word. For all the revelation that lies in there, the mysteries, the depth that is hidden, the dimensions of our Father. We thank you, Lord. That as we can stay connected with your word, you keep revealing to us more and more of yourselves in a way that we are able to digest. And then use that in our prayer to build our lives, to build strength in our spirit. So that our weakness is made strong through your strength. Our joy is made full through your joy. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life, of family, of friends, for providing food on our table, for establishing the work of our hands. You have provided everything that we need in this life. Teach us, Father, how to claim that which you have made as a provision for us. We thank you for the gift of your angels and destiny helpers. And today, as we pray, we reflect on the very first battle every born-again Christian must fight. So what is that battle? Let's look at Galatians 5, verse 17. The flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And the Amplified Version puts it as, for the sinful nature has its desire which is opposed to the spirit and this spirit, which is now made alive in us through the gift of salvation of being born again in the spirit. And the desire of the spirit opposes the sinful nature. For these two, the sinful nature and the spirit are in direct opposition to each other continually in conflict. So that you as believers do not always do whatever good things you want to do. And the flesh is directly influenced by the devil, by the force of evil. And his key purpose there is to put us once again on the wrong side of the law. So that we might come under the curse of the law 
and under judgment. But Jesus made grace available to us. And so he tries to use our own flesh against us. When we are raised in the spirit and made alive, you will find that some of the old habits have gone instantly. Things that we used to do are, and we are no longer attracted to them anymore. And the flesh will always try to contend with the spirit to prevent takeover. Because all the time, the flesh ruled up until then, up until now. And there was no opposition. In the flesh, we did what we felt like. But now the spirit tries to take over and the Holy Spirit continually speaks to us, convicting us. So that in the spirit, we feel that there is something wrong in what we are doing. And it is because of this conflict when the devil tries to intervene. We find that many times when we try to read the Bible or pray, we get the sleep of our life. At other times, there are a lot of distractions. The flesh responds through emotions, through ego, pride, and all kinds of lust, desires, and all but to stop you from praying. And in other instances, we come directly under attack where the evil force seeks to take away that opportunity to pray from us, to keep people busy, to keep people prayerless, or to involve them in some kind of conflict where they are preoccupied and do not have that opportunity to pray, where they come under worry and seeks that opportunity to steal their joy. In Romans 13 verse 14, Paul said, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Jesus made no provision for the flesh to take over. That's what Paul wants us to do. He demonstrated it in his own life where he was able to put the flesh to death so that the spirit prevailed. And the spirit followed every instruction of the father through discernment. Jesus said, come as you are and gave you his spirit at salvation. Some evil goes out instantly at the time, but some remains and must be fought. That's why we need to fight the flesh. That being the only set of entry points that are available to evil to enter. They can't enter through your spirit. The only way is through an open door by some way of the flesh, some old habit which we still have not recognized and identified as a loophole. Paul says in verse 16 of this very same chapter in Galatians, Galatians 5, verse 16, walk habitually in the Holy Spirit. Seek him and be responsive to his guidance. And then, you will certainly not carry out the desire of the sinful flesh, which responds impulsively without regard for God and his precepts. 
Paul teaches us that that is the way to keep the flesh in subjection. Why? Romans 8 verse 13 provides the answer for that, where it says, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. That is eternal damnation through judgment. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. That is, you will retain eternal life. This is the whole purpose in why we should beat the flesh and live by the spirit. In Matthew 26, verse 41, Jesus instructed his disciples, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. It is this weakness, this vulnerability that the enemy seeks to use against us. But if the flesh is subject to our spirit, then it only obeys the spirit. For our spirit to be made strong and the flesh to be subject to it, fasting and praying is important. Jesus fasted and prayed in the wilderness for 40 days and then emerged in the power of the Holy Spirit. That same power is made available to us in the Spirit. But if at any time we still fall, which we will, being weak, and not fully transformed. He offers the opportunity to ask for mercy, to ask for forgiveness, cover ourselves by the blood of Jesus and re-enter the house of the Father. So how do we fight our battle? The first one is through fast and prayer. Fasting tunes our antenna and opens us up for reception in the spirit from God. Fasting will not make us hear clearly, but it will open up our senses of reception to be able to hear from him. So that when the father speaks, we are then able to hear it clearly. We must pray for the grace to fast. For that is again a battle against the flesh as well way of us beating down the flesh into subjection where the flesh hungers all the time. Fasting can be of various forms, not only food. We must pray for the grace to fast, but also for wisdom to see our mistakes and humility to acknowledge them. Number two is to learn from our mistakes. Once we have found them, we acknowledge them before him and submit our weakness to him in humility. Once we have identified these mistakes, we look for ways to shut that open door in the flesh so that that entry point is now blocked. One opportunity for the devil to anchor in the flesh is reduced. And we approach them one at a time so that we are able to irreversibly shut that door. In Ephesians 4, verse 22, Paul instructs us, and this is the third point, to put off yourself, put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. 
and to put on the new self. Renewal of mind is key to operating under any grace. For any grace to work in our lives, we first need to renew our minds. We must renew our mind to accept that what we did was wrong and then transform our thinking to not accept it anymore. To not accept that opportunity to sin in that area of our life anymore. To reject it, to renounce it, and to turn away from it, to speak against it, and cast it out every single time the thought or the idea or the suggestion comes in. Number four, to use that grace of wisdom do not repeat the mistake, which is what we are just talking about. To recognize it when it comes, listen to the directions of the Holy Spirit and then resist it. This is James 4 verse 7 in action. That is the battle plan that the Father has given us for every warfare in the Spirit. Submit to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the grace for each of us to be able to resist, to identify the areas of weakness in our life where we have repeatedly been falling into sin. Perhaps it's our thoughts. It is the lust of the flesh. It is a greed for food. Perhaps it is our urge to speak when we should be keeping quiet and speaking wrong words, speaking to hurt others. Perhaps it's unforgiveness. We ask for that strength, Father, the wisdom and understanding to be able to identify all those areas of our life where we keep on repeatedly falling into sin. To pick them up each one at a time, Father, and we ask for the strategy to overcome overcome that tendency to sin so that through this grace that you pour out on us we are able to emerge strong we are able to resist the enemy to the point that he will tire and flee from us we ask for that fortification in our spirit father continually we know that you O holy spirit work with us and in us till we reach a point where our obedience in the spirit is made complete, where our flesh is completely subject to the spirit. We ask for perseverance, for persistence, for fervence in our prayer. Hold on in the spirit until we reach that point. And as we pray for transformation and growth in the spirit, Lord, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. We pray in a special way for all those that are sick, that are battling all kinds of diseases, life-threatening issues as well. Those that are hospitalized that will undergo surgery or have recently undergone surgery. We pray in a special way for all families that are battling separation, violence and abuse, infidelity or even just misunderstanding. Anything that seeks to keep them divided, Lord, we come against it in the name and the authority of Jesus. 
We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds. Addictions, compulsive behaviors, anxiety and depression, anything that seeks to keep your people yoked to the ground, Father, we declare those chains broken in the name of Jesus. We pray for all those that are battling joblessness, that are battling challenges in their finances. Those that are seeking to make a new start. We activate their angels and destiny help us to come forward and to connect them with that provision that you have made available for their lives. We declare every such obstruction that seeks to keep them out, that seeks to keep the door to their destiny shut. We declare those forces broken, those chains broken, and every evil force sitting on the gates of their destiny. We dislodge it by the name and the authority of Jesus. We force open those doors by the power of prophecy in your name, Jesus. We declare, let them be connected with the plans that the Father has decided and kept for them. Plans to prosper them, not bring them in harm's way. Plans to give them an expected end. That end of abundance that you came to give us, Jesus. That end of dominion that the Father had in mind for us when he created us. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and friends, especially those we remember that have not yet been saved, that have not yet given their lives to Christ, that have not yet received their gift of salvation. Father, these are the people you have given to us in our lives to stand for us, to care for us, and to be with us. And Jesus did not want any of his disciples to be lost. We do not want any of these either to be lost, Lord. Our near and dear ones. Quicken them, O oh Father, and they shall call on your name. On their behalf, we call on your name for that quickening in their spirits, that awakening, that they are able to see you. Their hearts are able to be turned to you. We now connect with you in our spirit, praying in the gift that you have given us, the Holy Spirit. So that when we pray for ourselves and make intercession on behalf of our brothers and our sisters, we know that you pray for us and you intercede as well. We thank you, Father, that as you pray with us, you have heard the prayer of our heart and our lips. That you always hear us. And you have listened to this prayer. And when we come with faith and expectation in our heart, you do not let that hope down. But you, the way maker, miracle worker, are ever willing to bless and honor faith. We now connect with you in our spirit and release the faith that you have given us in our hearts as a gift. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarahaya kia sadadada. Chanda papa papia la 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 hasadakia. Chanda papa papia sadakia da 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 sadakia. Chanda mama haya kia sadadadia sadakia. Chanda papa papa papia sadakia na 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 hasadakia. Chanda papa papia sadakala na hasadakia na hasadakia. Chanda hala la la Sanda papa papa pia Sanda papa papa Salam Ranjara, 
Sanda papa papa sarakada dia sarakada dia Sanda papa papa dia sarakada dia sarakada dia Sanda papa papa dia sarakada dia dia sarakada dia Sanda papa papa sarakada papa sarakada dia sarakada dia Sanda papa papa sarakada dia Sanda papa papa sarakada sarakada dia sarakada dia Sanda papa papa sarakada sarakada dia Sanda papa papa sarakada sarakada Shanda mama hasarikia sada dedia. Shanda mama hasarikia sada dedia. Lara sala raja talara takarada dedia. Shanda dedia sarikia sana na hasarikala dedia. Rata koras telere dedia dedia sarikala dedia sarikada dedia. Rakaras telere njere destere dekete. Shanda kada papa 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 sarikada dedia sarikada dedia. Shanda kada dedia sarikada dedia sarikada Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. While we were praying, I was given a couple of images. The first was a person being tempted by all the, all the different things like food and drink and pornography and movies. I was showing another, another scene of, of a couple of people 
conniving and planning to bully a, a workmate to get rid of them. The next, the next image I was shown was a, a corporate image of, of, of plans of the evil one that, that were not good. And then I was shown the evil one conniving and prowling around, doing all this behind the scenes, tempting all these people. The scripture I was given is Ephesians 5, 17 to 20. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with all your heart, always and for everything, giving thanks in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God the Father. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, where it is written, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your assurance that you are with us even unto the end of time, that you fight for us and alongside us. And if God is for us, who can be and who can stand against us? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, that is in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus. And before we conclude, just wanted to give you a reminder about this Friday's Bible study session. Our topic is the delusion of independence. We will learn the desire for independence has been transmitted by inheritance to the whole human race. And we will learn the way back to dependence. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube later this morning on our WhatsApp group. Please share that with family and friends and invite them to join into this Bible study session and receive from the Father. Be blessed everyone and have a wonderful day today. Thank you, Russell. God bless Thank everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Russell. Have a great day, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.